through to investors and get the opportunity to participate in these pre-IPO or private company stories. And they're often paying the premium once the company goes public. And I think it really marginalizes it. And we're pretty excited to be able to offer that opportunity to the average investor to be a part of the Hemptown story. And beyond that, we're going to have some pretty good perks. So if you invest in the Reg CF, depending on how much you invest, you'll get different different perks. So whether that's a free pack of Hemptown sticks, the Hemp Smokes, or some free CBD flour, CBG flour, there's going to be some pretty cool promotions. So we're pretty excited to offer that. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Zane Callion from Hemptown, USA. Zane, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. I want to first start off by thanking you for sponsoring the Cannabis Investor Series. A lot of companies talk about committing to growing the industry, but you actually did more than just talk by helping these cannabis investors get the word out. It really makes a big difference because it helps companies get funding. And then, as we know, it's one of the challenges a lot of companies face. And I I just think it really makes a big difference if people are supportive of this. And so I want to start off by thank you for doing that. No, I appreciate it. We're always happy to support the industry. I think the retail investor and the retail cannabis investor has been a big part of the growth of the industry. And I think they're going to be a big part of the the future as well. And I think, as you noted, the industry is in need of capital. And I think we're coming into the second phase with the results of the election. I think there's going to be another run here in the sector as a whole. Oh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I know our listeners are really enthusiastic about it. We had one of your colleagues, Eric Grippentrock, was on the show a couple of months ago announcing all the investors. And we, we just touched on it briefly about Hamptown USA's amazing growth. It's, it was staggering, but we really didn't get into it too deep. And that's why I'm glad to have you back. Maybe to get started, let's talk about CBG just to give everybody a frame of reference. I've heard it referred to the mother of all cannabinoids. What does that mean? Yeah, CBG, it's new in the public domain. I don't think a lot of people know what CBG is, but really there's possibly over 110 cannabinoids in the cannabis plant that exist in nature and the cannabis plant. And CBG is what's commonly talked about as the next major cannabinoid. So you have CBD, which obviously has anti-inflammatory benefits. You have THC, which has anti-inflammatory and psychoactive effects. Um, And then you have CBG, which is actually the parent or the stem cell cannabinoid of THC and CBD. So typically when you have the cannabis plant is very young, almost all of it is CBG. That's all the cannabinoids in it. And then as the plant gets older, those cannabinoids synthesize into THC or CBD or a combination thereof, depending on the genetic profile of the plant. So if you're looking to grow a plant for high THC, then obviously you're going to get a higher ratio of THC to CBD in that plant. And if you're looking for a high CBD plant, you're going to get more CBD than THC. CBG has similar therapeutic benefits to CBD in that it's anti-inflammatory and non-psychoactive. But there's a lot of research out there that looks at the benefits of CBG for specific use cases. So where CBD has lots of anti-inflammatory benefits for stress and sleep, CBG is more focused on gut health and skin care. And combating dermatitis is where we see a lot of research. And then combating colon cancer is another place where there's been lots of academic research. So our focus is really on marketing CBG being the largest producer last year of the cannabinoid is really focused on building a market for CBG specifically around skincare. So as a cosmetic or skincare additive, and then as a product for gut health 
and and then just general anti-inflammatory benefits similar to CBD. I see. You're the largest producer of this. Just give our listeners an idea of the size and the scope of your operation because it really needs to be emphasized. Yeah. So last year, we were the largest producer of CBG that we estimate in the US for sure and quite potentially the world. We had access through our friends at Oregon CBD Seeds, which is one of the leading genetics producers in the US. We had access to what we estimate to be about 40% of the total supply of CBG genetics available. And with that, we were able to grow just over 500 acres of CBG-rich implants in Southern Oregon. And though we yielded well over 750,000 pounds of CBG biomass last year. And yeah, we've processed a lot of that. We're currently processing more. And we also yielded a lot of flour, CBG flour. And CBG flour is a pretty exciting product for us because it really does enable to launch this whole line of hemp smokables. And hemp smokables are a new product on the market. I think there's a lot of eyes on the space. And I think it's really growing quite rapidly. And you can actually sell a smokable product that can be sold across state lines. It's federally legal. It can be sold in almost every state in the US. And I think a lot of people are really looking at the therapeutic benefits of CBD and CBG smoking it. And then you get a lot less of the risk of vaping. And I think there's been a lot of eyes on the vape space lately and the risks with different additives that people are adding to their vape products. And there's a lot of people that have tabled that product completely. And now they're going back to the more natural smoking of and I saw on your website, it's it's pretty cool. They look like cigarettes, actually. Yeah, so there's a lot of different product formats. I think you can look at the hemp cigarettes, which are obviously quite a nice product format, very familiar to a lot of consumers. And then there's the pre-rolls, which are all familiar to a lot of cannabis smokers as well. We currently offer products across the gamut, both pre-rolls, hemp cigarettes, smokable hemp flour, if you want to roll your own and make your own products and use other forms of smoking it or combusting it. So yeah, there's lots of different avenues for the product, I think. I think we'll see how the industry shakes out. But hemp cigarettes are something that we're pretty excited about. I think there's a a massive market and um, a lot of different channels that we can put those products in. I couldn't agree with you more. I know like with THC, when you ingest it through an edibles, the release, it's not always the same. The effect isn't always the same as smoking, where a lot of people say smoking is more effective. It happens faster. It's more consistent. Is that the same thing with... Yeah, I, I think smokable hemp and smokable cannabis is probably one of the oldest ways of in, ingesting the product. And I think with that, it's very familiar. So you have a wide market that already knows the product, expects that. And I think that's one of the things that really drew us to, to it. But beyond that, I think there's a lot of people who want the CBD and the therapeutic benefits of CBD and CBG. And they also may be smokers or former smokers or trying to quit. And there's something to be said for that kind of oral fixation of smoking a cigarette and whether or not you're trying to quit, you don't necessarily want the nicotine and maybe you don't want to chew nicotine gum or use a nicotine patch because you're trying to get off the nicotine and get rid of that addiction. But that oral fixation of smoking hemp can help cessate you and get you through that process. So that's where I think we also see a massive market as well. That's a really good point. I know a lot of smokers have said to me that there's actually like a social aspect of it because you go out to have a smoke and there's five other people and they're all having a smoke together and they miss that. It seems silly to non-smokers, but they miss that social interaction that I think you could like you said, you could replace it with a smokable hemp. That, that's Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think you have a younger generation who's obviously very at risk and very focused on this whole vape culture. It's brought nicotine back into this these younger demographics, which is not a great thing. And I think offering a product that still has that cool factor but is a lot healthier for you and has therapeutic benefits, maybe uh, there may be an opportunity there.
just I'm looking at your website right now, and there's more than just smokable hemp. You have a complete full line of products on your website. You know, I got to ask you this. Have you seen a spike in online sales with COVID? Yeah, I, I think this is probably going to be our busiest time of the year. I think we're on track for a record month here in sales on our website, which I think will only continue as we build steam here and keep growing. I think we're very focused on building this direct to consumer model. We're about to launch Hemptown Naturals, which is going to be our new kind of 25 to 35 year old focused brand really focused on like the California surf culture. We're doing a bunch of sponsorships We're we're looking for that key influencer right now that I think we, we have some really good leads on and sponsoring some surf events, sponsoring some fishing events as well, competitive fishing events. I think we really see a massive market for our products and specifically around the smokables. And we're pretty excited to be building it. We have a lot of announcements in the pipeline for that. And I think that'll only drive sales. That's great. That's great. A lot of our listeners are, of course, cannabis investors. Are there going to be opportunities for investors to participate in this this continued growth? There are, right? So we we currently have a a private placement open for our bridge financing ahead of our RTO, which is launching our RTO. We're anticipating closing in early February. And we signed an LOI with a Toronto Stock Exchange venture listed CPC in September of this year. And that transaction will close Q1 of next year um, and see the company listed will uplist to the TSX main board upon closing. Wow, that's going to be great. We, we'll definitely have to have you back on that one so when you have a ticker symbol. For that, sure, yeah. I know. We're working towards that quite aggressively. And then beyond that, yeah, we have a bridge financing open right now that is open to accredited investors. And then in the next couple of weeks, we're actually about to launch a Reg CF financing that will be open to non-accredited investors as well. Um, so retail investors. And that's a great way to get into the company early ahead of the IPO. It's going to be the final opportunity for investors to get in ahead of our, our RTO IPO. So we're pretty excited to offer that. If, if anyone has any interest in participating, they can go to hemptownusa.com and learn more. That sounds great. I'll have the links in the show notes. So if people miss that, just check in the show notes and you can take a look at that. And Man, that's exciting. That's exciting. The crowdfunding is it's a real easy way for people to participate. And Yeah, and I think the average retail investor doesn't get the opportunity to participate in these pre-IPO or private company stories. And they're often paying the premium once the company goes public. And I think it really marginalizes it. And we're pretty excited to be able to offer that opportunity to the average investor to be a part of the Hemptown story. And beyond that, we're going to have some pretty good perks. So if you invest in the Reg CF, Depending on how much you invest, you'll get different different perks. So whether that's a free pack of Hemp Town sticks, the Hemp Smokes, or some free CBD flour, CBG flour, where there's going to be some pretty cool promotions. So we're pretty excited to offer that. That's Masters. great. That's great. Zane, I appreciate you being on the show. And again, to let everybody on the team know how much we thank them for continuing to support the industry and just keep it up. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate the time. And we're always happy to support the industry and be on your show. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why is an endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.